Hello and welcome to Leader Talk with Fintan Duffy. Well, this week our focus is on summer days, hard ground, the taste of a 99 and, of course, the pride of the parish. Yes, it's the Longford Club Championship draw for 2010 and joining us this week to look ahead to those matches, former Longford star Porrick Davis, the Longford leaders Porrick O'Brien and Carrick Edmonds' Eugene McCormack. We're going to start with Group 1, uh, lads, in the Senior Championship for 2010 and the champions are in this one. Porrick, first of all to you, how do you see that group going? Well, I suppose any group with the, with the champions um, from last year, Clongish in it, is, is going to raise a few eyebrows, all right. But um, look at, uh, looking at it, you'd imagine that Clongish will come out of that um, and either one of Kilor and Yachta will be favourites to um, to join them in that. But like Arda on the Jerry Fox, they're not going to be that easy of a pushover, you know. And um, I suppose any one, one of those teams would be quite confident on a given day of, of maybe turning over to Champions Clongish. But... If I, if I had to call it, I, I would probably just side with Clungish and Kilo. All right. So Eugene, your views on, on that group there? Yeah, um, you'd imagine that would be the, the, the course it would take, all right. But um, um, Mullignacta have produced a few nice footballers over the last period there, and um, they're always capable of uh, rising their game on a championship day. So um, I know it didn't happen. It happened for them last year in the league and didn't happen in the championship. But maybe this time, Joe McVeigh maybe might... Uh, Look at maybe priming themselves for a championship rather than the league. So, but they're definitely capable to have the two Mulligans there and a couple of other young fellas. So, they're well capable of causing a surprise. Mm. So, you know, it's a space you want to watch, maybe. All right, just uh, talk to me a little bit about uh, the Kilo situation, uh, Park, because they've had underage success, but uh, they really need to convert it into a into a senior uh, title one of these days soon. Yeah, um, Kilo have have uh, unbelievable uh, success at at underage um, level from schoolboy right up, and they're, they're current minor champions also, very very strong um, at underage level, which is uh, really the foundation of it is in in their national school out there in any bags and the coach and and that is obviously to the highest standard, and that's why they're producing those teams. But at the end of the day, ultimately the shop window for for any club is your senior club, and um, you know in in recent times they haven't looked like. Um, winning a senior championship, okay, they may have got to semi-finals and that, but I think it's 1995 now since uh, Kilo have won a senior championship, which is you know quite a long time for for the likes of them. Prior to that, it was 93, so it was only a two-year spell. But um, looking at it, I think last year's four semi-finalists are still stronger. They seem to be better prepared than Kilo, so I think that their their time for uh, the Sean Connolly Cup may run. Mm. Uh, Eugene, would you uh, agree that uh, Clungish were by far the better team in the championship last year? I mean, Ballymahan nearly did them. Absolutely, and Ballymahan must be kicking themselves because they had the game won, really. So they had, you know, just the last kick of the game. And um, and you'd be very surprised how Ballymahan let them in for the goal because they renowned their whole team around the defence. They have a terrific uh, defensive unit, and that's what they, they base it on. But definitely they had that game won and, and you know, Ballymahan had always the upper hand on Clungish over the last number of years. Um, but Clungish are the flamboyant t- team really, you know, with the Bardens and that and, and you know, Colley Clark and a couple of them lads and they have them footballers to be able to take a score maybe out of nothing and that's actually what won them the championship in the end, you know, even when they're in the, they, had, they could uh, find, you know, an equaliser, you know, at the death the last time. So they're they're a quality side. There's no doubt about. It. They have uh, good footballers all over the field, and that is the probably the principal reason why they're champions. They have uh, good footballers nearly in every department of of every line. 
So um, it doesn't surprise me that they're, that, and they will push again this year. All right, let's uh, get uh, Porrick O'Brien's view now. Porrick's the sports editor here uh, with the Longford leader. Let's see what he thinks of Group 1. Yeah, it looks to be a good draw for Clungish. Um You'd have to say that they're going to qualify. With two teams coming out of the group, surely Clungish will be one of those. You also have Arda and you have Mullinacta in that group as well. And um, and Killow, I see, are in that group as well. And Killow and Clungish met in the group stages last year and Clungish were very lucky to beat Killow by one point. And um, you'd think that Kilo would come out with, with, with Clungish in this particular group. But there's a dark horse in there, um, Mullinacta, who were in a very tough draw last year with Colin Kill and Dermar in the three-team group. Didn't come out of it, but, uh, you know, they're Joe Mulville is the manager again this year. And they're a dark horse there, but I'd still think, you know, on the farm book, you'd have to say Clungish and Kilo will be the qualifiers from, from Group A. All right, lads, uh, let's turn our attention to Group 2. We have uh, Abilara in here. We have Cullum Kill, Sean Connollys and uh, Cashel. Uh, Porrick, your views on that group? Yeah, I mean, Lara looked the strongest, but uh, in the end, actually, that's when we finally, against Dramard, uh, disappointed in a big way. Um, they were just there, thereabouts for the first 20 minutes, and thereafter, um, Dramar just pushed on. And you know, Avilara didn't turn up that day, and um, I predicted myself to win the championship last year, and uh, I got that wrong, obviously. Um, Cullum Kill looked the next best prepared in that group, too. But like Sean Connolly's and Cashel are, go- are going to be um, no pushover, um, but at the same time. Group two would have to say Colum Kill and Avilar are the two teams you'd expect to come out of that. All right, Eugene? Yeah, yeah again, you know, just judging by uh, the, the, um, the players that both of them clubs have, you would imagine that they would be the ones to, to come out of that group. You know, the only thing Avilar shouldn't be relying so much on Big Nile to get all the scores for them, you know, and they're missing Park Berry this year. Um, whether he's back or not is, remains to be seen. But um, again, there will be teams will be able to counteract um, maybe the long and high ball in tonight, but they'll have to find different ways of maybe picking up scores. Colum Kill, you know, they were champions, uh, you know, two years ago, and they have maybe gone on a downward slide ever since that. Whether they have the hunger, it's, it really is down to whether they're able to pick it up again and have the hunger to to reproduce, you know, the form that they had a couple of years ago and that, you know. But they are the two best. Uh, in that group, you know, to come out of it. As I said, Sean Connolly's are well-renowned for, for causing a surprise. And no one cashed it over the last while. They have, they have a few quality players in Jared Dinnigan and Aidan Rowan. So, you know, anything can happen in Championship. That's the funny thing about it. But the two would be Abilar and Colm Kill. And Pork, just on that point of the over-reliance on uh, Niall Sheridan for, for Abilara, really, when he wasn't there in the earlier part of the Championship, uh, they were doing fine. And then when he came in, maybe it upset... Uh, the balance a little bit, would you agree? Yeah, well, as you were just saying, you know, the, the important thing is to get the balance right. And Niall has been an unbelievable footballer for, for a long time now. But realistically, a team that's looking to win a championship like Niall must be 33 now. There can't be an over-reliance on, on them if they're talking about winning a championship. like that. That's a big, big thing that they, they must get out of their game. Try and get the balance. very hard to get the balance right between... High ball and low ball. Um, obviously, Niall thrives on high ball, and and some of the the lighter lads will be playing every side and be looking for low ball. But um, as I say, if if there is an over reliance on any one individual, it's the same in any team. Um, you know, I think it's going to cost them in the end. And I think when that route one didn't work last year against Ramard, um, Abilara just you know on the day they didn't have another option. 
All right, so it's uh, Abby and Cullum Kill for uh, the two lads here in studio. Let's see what um, Porrick O'Brien has to say about Group 2. This looks like a very straightforward group for the two qualifiers. Um, Abby Lara, despite the loss of Porrick Berry, should certainly qualify, and Cullum Kill, champions from 2008, should also qualify. Sean Connolly's badly hit by immigration last year. Martin Brady was out injured. He'd be back this year with a key man for them, but... Last two many it's a, it's, a, it's a tough task and a very tough task for Cashel who won last year's intermediate championship uh, hard to see the, any of them upsetting the book here now with Abby Lara and Colm Kill so it looks strongly here Abby and Colm Kill to reach the quarterfinals from, from group two Alright and lads in group three we have uh, Ballymahan we have Edgerstown Slashers and Granard and uh, Eugene just to you first on this one um, about time Slashers did something in the championship Oh, absolutely! I think I think you know slashers have to be kicking themselves. You know, you know why they didn't win the championship up to this period in time. You know, with the with the quality of players they have and the and the panel of players that they have. Now, I believe Michael Brady is missing this year, um, which would be a big loss to them. But uh, they've one of the best managers in the county in in Dennis Carrington, and they have a you know they have a terrific panel. Do you know that's that's the. The, the real key to slashers this year and if there's um if there's one thing you know that the hunger that they should feel you know that to to go and win a championship because they're only going to get a short period the shop window doesn't stay open for too long you know so they have to you know bide their time there now and and really you know bite the bullet as such um they really have that quality in them uh Ballymahan, i suppose they'd be absolutely kicking themselves that they haven't won a second championship that's really, you know, and I work in Ballymahan and I know that's one thing that grows them, you know what I mean, in there, that they haven't followed on the championship success of, of I think it was 2002. So, and, and they have a few good players, there's no doubt about it. They have the quality players and, as I said, Tungish, a last minute goal, last kick of a ball last year, beat them. And they could have been county champions last year. But uh, there's one team in there is Moss Trim and... and must Trim have a lovely young side, and it, it, this team, I think, uh, Must Trim have, uh, they have the quality of beating any of them on any day, mm-hmm. and I think they have, and then John Smith they have a very shrewd manager as well, and uh, I think Must Trim could be a dark horse there, and I'm going to go for Must Trim and Slashers in that. All right, okay, Porik, your view on that group? Yeah, uh, when you when you look at it, the Ballymahan seem seem to, to stand out straight away, and then it's it's one of the other three, but I think Eugene is spot on. Um, it's just not that clear cut. Ballymahan, rightly so, they should they were deserving semi finals last year, and there's no doubt they should have held out and got to the final. And, and who knows when they got there, they could have um, won another championship to, to match them in the one two thousand and two. But um, for me, I will still go with Ballymahan as the first club I'd expect out of that group. Now, definitely, it's 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 of the four groups, it's it's the hardest group to call. Um, I agree with Eugene Mostrom are better now, and certainly under John Smith than they have been for quite a while. Um, slashers as ever, the jury is still out on them. Um, you know the, the slashers that I think they've appeared in a, in a county final in ninety seven and two thousand and six, and apart from that, they don't really have much to crow about in in over that you know thirteen fourteen uh, year period. And Dennis Connerton's in this year. Dennis Connerton is in this year, yeah, and, and as Eugene said, Dennis is a, is a top manager. I was under him um, with his time at Longford. He was an excellent manager, um, but look at Dennis is only too well aware. He's only he's only as good as the response he's going to get from those bunch of lads. So far, so good. They got off to a to a great win in the league against um, my own club Drumlish, but um, carry that forward into the summer where where it really really matters. Keep those lads around. 
um, lads like Paul Kelly and that, that had been away keep their in, in, in lads like Barry Giller and injury free very important you know so it's a hard one to call I'll probably go to, to the, like Granard are definitely going to improve and Granard will probably come up right up there to the standard of Moston under under Colin Hanafy this year um, and Granard will be good he's getting a good response up there and they will be there thereabouts so definitely it is the toughest group by far I'm going with Ballymahan and um, I'm going to go with Slashers on for the second team out all right, let's see if uh, the Slashers man uh, standing by in the form of Porrick O'Brien thinks uh, his side will come out of this group. This is probably the most interesting group of the lot in, because you have two teams there in Granite Monstrum who were in, in, in the past, uh, well, not the recent past, but a good few years back, were, were championship contenders. Granard last won the title in 1982. It was a long, long time for them. And, and Monstrum were champions in 1992 and um, won other titles as well. Um but Mastrum got to the twenty one final for the last couple of years, so they're a team that are on the up. Uh, whether they'll have other players available or not, they lost a few last year. Lads went to America and that. But Mastrum have everybody now. And remember, a couple of years ago, they knocked Dramado out of the championship. And um, Granard with Colin Hannafy in charge, the father, Manny Gales man, a former county footballer who uh, guided um, Carrigallan to the Legion County final last year. Good man to have in charge of the team. They'll have them. He'll have them highly motivated. Uh, but the two experienced teams in this group are Ballymahan and Over Slashers, who also clashed at the group stages last year, and Ballymahan beat Slashers. Uh, Slashers, of course, have a new manager, a very experienced manager, Dennis Connerton. Um, people will say that Slashers want to be winning the championship sooner rather than later because these, these guys are getting on, they were beaten in the 2006 final and the 2008 final. And um, time, this could be the year. Dennis is a very shrewd manager. Um, whether he has all his players. Uh, remains to be seen. Paul Kelly was away for the summer last year. Hopefully he'll be around. Um, they're short Michael Brady, who's emigrated. Now, he's a big loss. Um, you'd have to think the Slashers will definitely qualify out of this group. Um, and pop, probably Ballymahan as well. Uh, now, Ballymahan were very unlucky last year in the semi-final against Tungish. They were the last-minute goal, last-second goal from Tungish. Pipped them at the post. Tungish went on, went on to win the title. Um, Trevor Smullen again in charge of Ballymahan now Ballymahan whatever Ballymahan teams turns up it's like sometimes you know you know they're, they're, they're extremely hard to be another day just wouldn't be up to it I don't know it's 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 just hard to know I'd have to say probably Ballymahan will come through there now, I wouldn't just rule out Edgerstown with the with the number of young players they have there, there might be a surprise there but I suppose we'll go with uh, Longford Slashers and Ballymahan to reach the quarterfinals all right, lads, uh, Group 4, we have, uh, this is the three-team group. We have uh, Dramard, Ratline and Drumlish. Uh, Park, we'll start with you. Drumlish, to come out of here. Well, sure, we'd hope it, we'd come out, you know. Uh, it, it, that that would be the goal, I, th- I think, whether um, it would be Drumlish uh, cap on or off. Um, Dramard are obviously uh, the team that will come, will come out of this group uh, one way or the other. Okay, on any given day, either ourselves or Ratline could. Now, it's a big if catch them but both teams are not going to catch them so I expect Dramard will definitely come out and then I think it's a flip of a coin really between Ratline and Drumlish you know and like with only um, three teams in the group and only two games like two games you can find there's two wins and you find yourself in the semi-final of a championship so it's a great incentive for both Ratline and Drumlish um, which whoever can pull a win in that group you're into quarter final 
one big day and you find yourself in the last four. So yes, it's a great group to be in. You're in, you're in with a, a strong Dramar team. Dramar will come out with that group. And as I say, it's, 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 it's really is a flip of a coin between Drumlish and Klein. Uh, as a player, I hope during the summer I'm injured at the moment, but uh, I'd rather not to call it. But I think it's just going to come down to, to the wire between ourselves and Klein because there's nothing between us. Gareth Johnson's doing a right good job out there. And Liam Higgins um, from Estland's new um, Fatherman and Yale's manager. And uh, likewise, he's doing a good job out there with the lads so I think they're evenly balanced teams a flip of a coin Dramar definite Alright uh, Eugene are we doing uh, Ratline a disservice here to say that it's uh, it's going to be uh, Dramar and Drumlish to come out of this one uh, uh, Well I, I, I honestly believe that uh, Ratline will have a say in this and the, the, the key game to this is the is the is that Drumlish and, and Ratline game that is, <clears throat> that is the key I suppose the thing is uh, it's which team on the day has the greater hunger for it and um, you would imagine Dramard will, will beat both of them and uh, they will definitely come out. But uh, it all boils down to um, is, that, is that game. And I'm, I'm, the man beside me here is going to kill me, but I'm going to go for Atline and, and, and Dramard. So, yeah. Do you want to dig him now? Or? <laughs> no problem. No. As, 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 I, think, I think it's going to be 50-50 in terms of opinion on that one. I don't think there's anything between Drumlish and Ratline, you know. And uh, Eugene is right. That is the tie of that group. Um, whoever can win that game is obviously going to go out along with Ramar and then they're one game away from a semi-final. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a nice card to dangle to both clubs. All right, OK. Let's see what Porrig O'Brien has to say about Group 4. Well, this is very straightforward to remember. This is the, the kindest draw of all for the last year's beaten finalists. Um, they were drawn in a three-team three, three team group last year also with Colm Killam on Lacta, which is a good bit tougher than what they're up against this year. No disrespect to Recliner, Fatherman and Gales. Um, Dramar, Sean Hagen is back in charge of Dramar after being with Abilara last year, and that's a plus. Um, they're one of the major contenders for the actual title um, certainly should win their two games against Rathlein and Fatherman and Gales now whoever finishes second in this group that's a good question um, Fatherman and Gales will you know they, they met in the group stages last year too and I think there was nothing in I think Rathlein might have beaten Fatherman and Gales in the group stages last year uh, maybe Fatherman and Gales will gain revenge this year maybe just a slight preference for Fatherman and Gales to, to make it through with Dramar to the last day all right, well, lads, uh, that's the senior championship. Uh, let's take a look briefly at the intermediate championship. And Eugene, uh, you know this one uh, in, inside and out. Eight intermediate clubs uh, only uh, in Longford. So there's changes this year to how the championship is structured in the intermediate. Yes, that's right, um, Vinton. Uh, the, um, the championship uh, is, is basically uh, all intermediate clubs. They're all, they're all um, solely intermediate clubs. So... You know, from before that, the second string senior teams were able to uh, produce uh, intermediate clubs and they were involved in the intermediate championship. But now it's uh, there's only eight teams in the intermediate championship so, and two groups of four. So it's the top two of each group find themselves in the semi-final very quickly. It's a championship that it, 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 I'm not saying it's going to be easy won, but uh, for the amount of games, it, you don't have an awful lot of games to play. Mm. And uh, Porik, just uh, on the intermediate championship, we know Carrie Edmund had a great uh, run last year. Uh, do you think it's a good idea to keep it purely as an inter- intermediate uh, competition? I do, yeah, I agree, and I, I agree totally with Eugene on on that one, Fenton. You know, if it's an intermediate championship, well, then it's for intermediate clubs. And if they want to structure something to let second strings of strong, stronger clubs into some other competition, well, then they're going to have to call it something else. If there's eight intermediate teams and they're solely intermediate teams in Longford, I think that's the way to go, you know. And you're, you're, you're going to have your best team. And obviously, Eugene, Eugene's lads, he's trained them to be 
probably arguably favourites for it so they're going to be there or thereabouts anyway and um, I certainly if I was involved with any of those teams I think I'd be happy like two games and bang out into a semi-final I think it's the way to go Alright and Eugene when we're talking about the junior championship as well because uh, you had your own involvement in, in that uh, last year again we have Moidu as the only purely junior club in the county but we will also have a second string teams involved in this as well in the, in the junior A championship Yes, that's right, and, and, and the second string teams are going to be very confident of winning that championship, so they are, um, and that's no disrespect to my do. I know them, I do lads um, well, because I trained them about five or six years ago, so I do, and uh, they have tried every avenue, tried to win this championship, and, and it hasn't happened for them. We beat them with a the last-minute goal in the semi-final last year to get to the final, and... Um, I, I know that my do were mad to, to, to win this uh, junior championship and I suppose for football it would be terrific in Longford if they could uh, win the championship but the senior clubs uh, second strings uh, are going to have a big big say in this and uh, that's where you will I think you were, the cup will end up in one of them clubs Alright Porrick on the junior championship yeah, well, my do have found themselves in a, in a, in an unfortunate situation as being the only junior um, out now junior club in in that championship. But as Eugene says, second string teams from a lot of the bigger clubs is going to cause them big problems. But I'd love to see them win it, you know. And I think an awful lot of people would, but they're putting a massive drive into it. I think that Jerry Clark and both uh, Paddy Dowd have heard names mentioned as going to help out coach there. So they're doing everything in. in possible to win this junior championship you know so I think real genuine football fans would like to see them doing it but like you know there's a, there's a lot of second string um, teams from uh, bigger clubs and you know they, they have a job on their hands to, to get through them all but it, it is doable and I don't think any team will, will be as well prepared or as hungry to do it as, the, as they will be so you know that's going to stand to them but like it's, it, it's a hard one to call it all right, it's uh, prediction time and uh, we're going to go back to the Senior Championship now. Let's hear what Porrick O'Brien has to say on uh, who he thinks will be lifting the Connolly Cup this year. Well, Longish certainly would be there or thereabouts. I think the fact that they won a title last year and after been knocking at the door for a number of years, I think the last title I won was in 2004. Very unlucky in the last number of years, lost by a pint to eventual winners and things like that. Um, came good for them last year. Um, the fact that they're champions too, there'll, there'll be an air of confidence with them. And with the, obviously with the, the Barton brothers, Paul and David and Paddy Dowd and Enda Williams, there's a great backbone in any club team. Um, they have to be up there pushing for the title again. Obviously, Jamard are, are major contenders. Um, the host of county players, uh, loads of experience, you know, decent forwards in, in, in Jamesy Martin and, and Francis McGee and Keane Mimna. Um, now for Slashers to have a squeak, you know, but like to think they might win the title for, for obvious reasons. Mm. But um, it did have to produce their best against Clungish or Jamar to push them. I think with Abilera losing uh, Parag Berry, now if he was to come back, okay, that you'd have to put them in the frame again. But they'll be there thereabouts as well. But to me, it looks between Clungish and Jamar again this year and maybe Slashers with a, with a squeak. All right, uh, Eugene, that's Porrick's uh, view. What's your view on the Senior Championship? Who's going to win it? Well, I, I'm going to just say it out straight. I, I think Slashers are going to win it. And and I, I think that based on the manager they have and um, their lack of success over there, I think the hunger uh, you know, is a two- to three-point advantage to them And um, with the panel of players that they have. And as Porrick said earlier, if they can keep the likes of Paul Kelly at home and injury-free... 
I know they're missing Michael Brady. Maybe that could be sorted out maybe later in the year. But definitely, I'm, I'm going to go uh, with Slashers. All right, Porrick, your prediction? Yeah, just looking at it, and last year's four semi-finalists, Clongish, Abilara, Ballymahan and Dramard. Uh, I'd be quite confident that Clongish and Ballymahan and Dramard will still be in the top floor, four. I'm not just quite sure about Abilara, um, especially with Porrick Berry. He's a massive loss away, you know. Um, Clongish could be vulnerable. You know, champions are always that way. But I think Dramard and Ballymahan in particular are going to push hard. So we imagine that Clongish might hold in there for a semi-final spot. And looking at it, I would say one of Cullum Killer slashers. Uh, probably slashers to get in for that semi-final place but um, having to call it I would say Dramard or Ballymahan and to push push it one more I would say Dramard under under Sean Haggins especially coming off the back of five under 21 championships there's no doubt uh, an under 21 championship win at A level is a better yardstick as your chance to senior level than minor championships you know and I remember our own club back in 93 and 95 won under 21 championships and we were on 196, 7 and 8 at senior level as a total surprise to ourselves so any club that has five under 21 championships you know it, it definitely is a fierce foundation going into the championship all right Port davis you jimmy cormac thank you very much for joining us well that's leader talk for this week if you'd like to get in touch with us here then you can email leader talk podcast at gmail.com so until friday april 2nd from finton duffy it's bye-bye